This what? just in. People in North Korea believe Kim Jong-il has the ability to control the weather based on his mood. They have no idea that he has to use albinos to control the weather. What the Magic's fuck? crazy, dude. Magic's crazy. What the fuck? Welcome to Ram Jack's Sweater, a tale of mystery for America. I am Alex, and joining me today in the studio is Brad. Hello, people. It is Sunday, December 13th, 2009. Happy holidays! Happy holidays, Christmas creep. We're back. Yay. We are back. We're back. Should we talk about why I took a hiatus or no? Um, you were lazy, couldn't commit. We had, some of us had adult responsibilities, business trips, uh, projects that needed doing, and um, we had to take a week off, sadly. Yeah. Christmas creep caught up on us. Christmas creep. Christmas creep kicked your ass. Well, I mean, I did kind of own, I mean, I wasn't... <sighs> I delivered. I stood and delivered when my time came. But yeah, so that's passed, and now we're back with a new episode. Yay! We're still in the past, though. You guys, you're, you're not listening to this as it's happening, I just know. so you know. This is a time it's capsule we're sending to you. But it's less in the past than the last episode, which was like really in the past. Should we should we start out with some Dove promises? Because we got we to gotta know what Martha Stewart, you know, our celebrity project child of the season, yes. has in store for us. And what? who better than Martha Stewart for this holiday season? She knows. Guys, uh, if you're a first-time listener, Dove Chocolate can sells packages of its chocolates, and inside each little individually wrapped morsel is a helpful hint from Martha Stewart to you and wrapped in a Dove promise. The first one is, before a party, check that your walkway is well lit. Oh, that goes in. I, that's that's just good safety that's sense. That's good. I'd put that on your safety scorecard, guys. You could have a slip trip hazard out there. You don't want a slip trip hazard. <laughs> what? A slip trip hazard. Wow. Those are bad. Bringing in the lingo there. Yeah. Um, organize a playlist for your holiday party well in advance. Oh, that's that's good. Oh, guys, yeah. You, you want to make that ready. up on the fly. I mean, yeah. you can make it up on the fly on your iPod. You want to put but, thoughts into that. Yeah. What you're thinking in. Think of it kind of like as a uh, a mixtape, but for a larger group of people. Right. And holiday themed. Yeah. That's And if you're looking for a holiday hookup, well then we'll just run with a mixtape thing too. I exactly. Uh, another promise. Wrap presents in vintage linens from holidays past. What? Let me read that one again, guys. Because this was you're gonna want to implement this. Uh, because it helps save money and these right. are hard times. These are harsh economic times. Why spend twenty bucks on wrapping paper and bows when you could just use uh vintage holiday linens from the past? So let's just imagine, all right. Well, let's say we've had a beautiful, we've had a beautiful holiday tablecloth uh-huh. from, let's say, nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, circa ninety-three. Um, Uncle Larry's, you know, spilled some gravy on it. Uncle Larry, not cool, man. Cousin Baxter has, has spilled a little bit of wine. It's got some stains. We're not going to be using it on, on our holiday spread now. We got to get a new one for the new year. It's a new, it's a new century. I mean, come on. So what we're going <laughs> to do is we're going to cut up the old one and use it to wrap gifts. Yeah. That's a dove promise. Why does, my, why does my gift have a gravy stain on it? <laughs> you know what you do, Raz? You cover that up with a bow. Why is my gift wrapped with fabric? That's weird. <laughs> I love that you keep moving the goalpost. This is strange. This is weird. It smells. It smells I, like wine. Who are we to question Martha Stewart and her helpful holiday hints? So that would be kind of weird. That is. Can a you imagine weird like gift. her her nep- nephews and like nieces coming up to like the vineyard, like Yay, Christmas! I mean, what the my fuck is this? What the hell? Just looking at their parents, like, is this is this right? Is this- you, is Martha okay? <laughs> do we throw out the wrapping or do we or do we make it into a quilt? What awkward. What do we do? That isn't disposable. It no. is kind of like 
Oh, what do I do with this? Uh, just like you said, an I'll afternoon? save this. It's yeah. Weird. Ugh, little rag. Also, car. like, I mean, really, unless there is a stain, like, who's just getting new linens every Christmas? I, I don't know, man. These are my old linens from last Christmas. Now, this is Martha Stewart, dude. So maybe she lives in a I, different lifestyle I, than most of us she do. She does, but who's this for? It's weird. Well, there's two more tips, and then we're going to move on. Okay. Uh, this one is use pipe cleaners to craft snowflake ornaments. That's one for the kids right there. That's one for the kids. Does anyone clean pipes with pipe cleaners? Why do we still have pipe cleaners? Like, What are they used for? What can you use them for? I think you only use them for kitschy crafts now. Yeah. Because no one's cleaning a pipe. That's not a dove promise. That's just like an obvious fact. It's like, hey. Hey, you know those pipe cleaners that you have? Make snowflakes out of them. You could easily translate that into make shamrocks, make hearts. Any holiday. Pipe cleaners. Martha, you phoned it in a little bit. Dude, but she's been busy. She's been doing stuff. Yeah, she's... And this is my favorite. Awesome. Um, the last promise. Invite friends over for an evening of card pooling. What? Listen up, guys. Listen listen closely. All right. Invite friends over for an evening of card pooling. What is card pooling? I don't know. Let's let's run with it. What's going on what with it? What is card pooling? You get people together for an evening of card pooling. Are you making cards? Is it like a scrapbooking party? What I'm guessing Christmas is cards, to save or? on postage, because again, oh, because Martha's of name is to destroy the postal service because <laughs> they're already on, they're already on the out. Martha Stewart, don't destroy the postal service. Get together instead of like mailing stuff. Just be like, oh, here's your card. It's kind of wow. like Valentine's Day in elementary school, hey. except what exactly. If, but what if someone does? What if you don't give someone a card? Then that's awkward. Eey. But then what if you give someone a prettier card? Wow. And wow. then you've written something in someone else's, but in other ones you just like have a happy holiday season. Hope to see you after winter break or have a fun winter break. It's, <laughs> that's weird like I hey i care about you enough to get you a card but that like 44 cents for postage ugh, harsh economic times can't do it it's harsh economic times can't do it that's like that's like almost enough to buy like a mr good bar <laughs> i gotta have my mr good bar got to you got to it's chocolate and peanuts i'm a good boy that's i gotta delish. broadcast that people are watching me <laughs> they need to know if i'm naughty or not. guys nice. guys if you're listening Go to the post office, buy, buy a book of stamps. There's, just, there's a gift. There's a gift. Just <laughs> want a book of stamps and tell them to write you, write no, no, no. a letter. No, no, no. Here it is. Use American postage stamps as wrapping paper for your gifts. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. That shows that you, you cared enough to spend like easily $20 to cover a package in stamps. <laughs> guys, guys, look, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And there, there's some pretty stamps out there, guys. They could make a really cool pattern. That would be awesome. It's like, it's like those people that wrap gifts with money because you can buy the uncut sheets of bills and wrap a gift with money. Oh, but that's just well, – you know, that. I guess it is identical to that. Posted just currency. <laughs> that's crazy. It's legal tender. You can use it on a bus maybe. It's, it, I think theoretically it is, but it is considered – No, you can't. If you, if you walked up you can't to like use Walmart and dropped down a book of stamps and said, give me my cereal. No, you, no, no way. A store one of those Mr. This. Good bars. I'm but I, I think somehow – I think there's some like weird legal thing that it is considered a form of currency. It just – no one takes it, much like half dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, I had to park downtown, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't buy a parking pass because of the holiday season. I'm not going to you know be working every day this week. Right. Economic sense, just pay – per day for sure so i it was one of those days where i I didn't really plan out and i didn't have any like bills on me and who carries cash anyway i thought i need to use i need to find like dollars for this so i I dipped into my coins of my dollar sacagawea coins i'm like i'll use one of these but then i thought is this legit would people (laughs) still 
is it okay? Will it even fit into the slots? Exactly. I, those things I never felt a little weird on. about it. Yeah. It was, it was sad. It's um, sad. I saved one because I want to save those for just, you know, my children showed them like, hey, look. Because, yeah. Cause used to be. You got to. You got to hoard them. I, well, um, I have one. I'm a hoarding one of it. <laughs> um, but guys, to help out the postal service, um, listen, why don't you, why don't, why don't you send us a card? Why don't you send us a holiday card? Send us a holiday card. Oh, you can send it to PO Box 721-841, Newport, Kentucky, 41072-1841. And we will send. We will. We promise to send you something back. <laughs> we we will, will. We will send you a card or a long letter <laughs> back because that would be fun. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna be pen pals. It can't <laughs> become pen pals. If you don't, the if you don't email us. You don't. You, you don't want to. You know, leave an iTunes review, which you should. Just. Just send us a letter. Send us a letter, and we will write you back, and it will be fun. And we might or might not read it on the air and make fun of you. Right. Probably I'm- not. Probably not. Brad, I, okay, that's going to be an awesome new segment for the show. Absolutely. I got a question. Could someone sustain a podcast on just a pin pal? <laughs> that would be amazing. A pin pal list? This is the pin pal podcast. It's just called pin pals. Hey, a pin podcast pals. of pin pals. <gasps> what you do is you, you, find, you find a Luddite friend <laughs> <laughs> that refuses to use technology. They write you letters. You read them and comment to them on the podcast. And then you write back to them. The world oh gets to gosh. know what you're talking about, but they don't, they'll never know. They'll never know you're sharing their secrets. Dude, or we could, or we could be bridging gaps. Oh my because, God. you know, we, we've got the technology sector down. But those Luddites, as you mentioned, they've got whole, like, Dude. groups of people that just in First Amish house. podcast. First half Amish podcast. <laughs> We're going to write letters We send back them a forth. letter, like, just dictating everything we talked about on the podcast. <laughs> right. And then they get together and have, like, a pen pal pool. And right. they and just the, talk about it. Guys, if you know some Amish... Um, give them our address and tell them to write to us. And then we will send them a written version of the show that they can right. read to groups. This exactly. Is perfect. Guys, w- w- this is going to be amazing. We're going to change the world with this. <laughs> Dude, we really might change the world with this. Everything's, everything's changed. It's it, different. It was, it's like 9-11. There's, there's pre-9-11 <laughs> and there's after 9-11. <laughs> there's before the pen pal cast and after the pen pal cast. Look for it. Pen pals. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the uh, the theme song. Pen pals, pen pals. Ah. I'm liking this. I'm liking this. It. Did we I just create it. a show just right we there? Just, we just, just have nothing. So it's just well, you know, it's, it's, we're going to keep it in the ramjack. It's going to be in the same show unless it blows up huge. Yeah. Then you know, then we'll then we'll branch out. We'll branch out because that's what we do. We'll test it. We'll let it incubate. Yeah. We're, and we're gonna see where it goes test from run. there. This little test run. So guys, get on this. What's the address? One more time, because we want to make it easy for them. This is PO Box. 721-841, Newport, Kentucky, 41072-1841. I'm not going to say that it's not it's not going to hurt, but if you do just load it up with as many stamps as possible, you do get bonus points. True that. Because we're saying. Because, guys, the postal, office, postal service is in dire straits. Well, they need some help, and we're going to help them. <laughs> we've, we've helped not only them, are we bridging gaps. We've helped Taylor Swift... We've helped Martha Stewart as much as, you know, she didn't need it, but we she, helped her a little yeah, bit. Yeah. We got the word out about her in case someone didn't know. Um, now we're going to help the Postal Service because what we do is we help people. We, that's when we started the show was to help people. I'm pretty wow. sure, right? Wasn't that why we started the show? To sure. help people change the world. And how and how appropriate is it that during this holiday season, we're givers, man. We're givers. We're giving back. Wow. We're helping. That's, that is giving, right? In a way? We're, yeah. We're helping America, dog. We're helping America. Speaking about, speaking about um, helping America, uh-huh. hey, let's talk about a little lady. 
little lady that's going rogue. Oh, snap. <laughs> you mean Sarah Palin, right? Sarah Palin. Now, did she get back with us about being on the show or no? She is, she is not. She's not. We haven't heard from her people yet. She's a busy girl. She, yeah. So let me tell you what this nutty bitch has done now. All right. So you know she's got this book out, Going Rogue. Yeah. There's a chapter in it called Drill Baby Drill. <laughs> drill Baby Drill. Drill Baby Drill. Because, you know, Sarah Palin. Is this like, chapter, like, where does this fall in the one to six or seven no chapter count? I don't know no idea but uh in the chapter you know she talks a lot about we should use our resources let's use up all of our oil because it's ours jesus gave it to us for us to use right (laughs) wow there was so much in that that i just kind of that just stopped my wow okay yeah yeah so in that she she has she has a quote um from from you know the famed famed basketball coach uh john wooden sure And, and that quote um she uses is our land is everything to us I will tell you one of the things we remember on our land. We remember our grandfathers paid for it with their lives. Wow. That's, that's really, you know, that makes you realize. Wow. You know, the value of our land. We got to, you know, it's ours. Our grandfather paid for it. So we, you know, we deserve to reap the benefits, right? Right? Sure. There's a little problem. I mean, that's actually kind of touching when you think about it. Kind of. There's one little problem with this quote. All right. It's not from John Wooden, the uh, famed basketball coach. What do you mean? It's from John Woodenlegs, the Native American. What? The real quote okay. in Sarah Palin's the, – the one that's misquoted in Sarah Palin's book in the chapter Drill Baby Drill about using oil. Um, the real quote is, our land is everything to us. It is the only place in the world where Cheyennes talk with a Cheyenne language to each other. Oh, no. It is the only place where Cheyennes remember the same things together. I will tell you one of the things we remember on our land. We remember our grandfathers paid for it with their life. (laughs) My people in the Sioux defeated General Custer and Little Bighorn. Whoopsie daisy! Whoa. Sarah, what's up, honey? Sarah Palin, did you, did you fucking just kettle corn? Because we are coining that term now. Yeah. Kettle corn. She kettle corned him. She, she came out of nowhere and kettle corned him. You took a native, um, a proud Native American's words, stole them, <laughs> and attributed them to some white guy. All in an effort to save, well, not to use up all our natural resources. To use resources. up all our resources. You fucking crazy bitch. Damn you, white people. <laughs> Stop stealing from the Native Americans. <laughs> they can't help it, dude. It's what our ancestors <gasps> I I really wish that Felipe Rose could be like our, our third <laughs> host on the podcast. We'll try to get him on the show. We'll try we, to get him on the we're show. Not, we're not trying to get in touch with – if anybody knows how to get in touch with Felipe Rose, um, I'm going to look it up. I know he's got a blog or a website somewhere. Ooh. So we're going we're gonna to get in touch and see if we can get Felipe Rose on the show because I, I feel we need his presence. <laughs> wow, Sarah. Give him, give him a seat at the table because apparently no one else is going to. <laughs> Fucking white people. Stop stealing shit. I just – can we just stop stealing from the Native Americans? <laughs> not and that's just left. blatant. That's like, wow. And I, How did they find this out? Did, did the coach be like, hey, wait a minute. I didn't say that. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I think When did I ever said that? When would that even be appropriate for me to say as a – was it a basketball coach? Yeah. It's like – When does a basketball coach say that? I don't know. Hey, look. Look, guys. Or girls. I'm not sure who he coached. <laughs> Our grandfathers died for this land. Go out there and win a big one. <laughs> now go get some. No, now go shoot some poops. <laughs> okay, yay, go team for a legendary basketball coach. He said some fine things about <laughs> the land. Old John Wooden. Who knew? Who Wait, knew? What? Ooh. I think you mean John Woodenlegs. A what? Oh, not the same. 
Oh, they're different. What's their la- what are the last names? How did it get mixed up? It's John Wooden and John Wooden Legs. <laughs> 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 of course, if you actually read the quote, I think it's pretty clear um, who we're talking about here. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. No, I know I know you were thinking you were saying what now why are where why are these two cats? Why are they so big on defending Native Americans? Well, um I just want I wanted to make public that it's because um I happen to have um Native Americans in my family. Do you? Um <laughs> I'm sorry, is, I didn't is, laugh at that. She's a full blooded Cherokee. Really? Yeah, she's full blooded one hundred percent Cherokee. Wow. So yeah. then she's full blooded Cherokee. Her parents aren't. She's, wait, uh, she's, wait, she's, she's full blooded Cherokee though. Wait a minute. What do you mean her parents aren't? Well, they aren't full-blooded Cherokee. They aren't. They aren't Cherokee. So was was it like a half and a half that came together to make a whole? Oh no 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 no. I mean it, that doesn't make sense either. But no, it's well. She she basically arbitrarily decided one day that she was full-blooded Cherokee, <laughs> and by sheer willpower. By sheer willpower, she's a chair full hundred percent. Now she's full-blooded Cherokee. Why did she pick Cherokee? Um. Well, I think it was. I don't know. She just really got into like Native American culture all of a sudden, and um, her father, my uncle, um. His farmland is actually on top of a Native American burial ground. Oh, no way. I'm not kidding about that Dude, at all. Dude, that's, that's – Chester County. God damn it, white people. No. <laughs> What's – robbing the graves, guys. So, yeah. Um, so, so my family is not only part of the problem. <laughs> they're part of the solution. But it all changes with you. It's all it's and, and I'm the one that's going to fix things. You're going to fix it because I got to so that my family can stop being an internal conflict. <laughs> but eventually, she did like run off with like some Native American man and like leave her children and so her children will you know at least be partially Cherokee or whatever you know tribe. Well, they, they're blonde hair, blue eyes, so I, I don't know that they really take Ooh. on the mantle of Ooh. of of the Cherokee ness <laughs> and the fact their mother arbitrarily decided to become a Cherokee and then ran off with a it might scar them and they might actually. They might go and try to steal back from the Native Americans in a fight of vengeance for stealing their mother. <sighs> My family's part of the problem. <laughs> At least you recognize that. <sighs> I'm going to fix the things. The step to fixing things is recognizing try. that there was a problem. I'm going to try. You're going to try. Keep us posted on that. No more kettle corning. <laughs> no more kettle corning. If you don't know what that means, guys, look it up on Urban Dictionary. I'm sure it's already there. It's got to be there. But I mean... Can we give him a quick explanation? Go for it. Um, we all know what happened on Thanksgiving. Right. Or the events leading up to Thanksgiving that the pilgrims basically stole kettle corn kept in a kettle that they happened to cross in the forest while they were foraging for Just food. Just found it. Yeah. So they stole it. That corn belonged to someone because obviously it was in a container in a kettle. Thus, they kettle corned they the, the Native them. Americans. They kettle corned those bastards. Stole their corn. Oh, their kettle corn. And now here's Sarah Palin stealing their words. Stealing their ideas. What a bitch. It's all they have left. Damn you, Sarah Palin. You kettle corn and bitch. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to fix things. You're going to fix them. I got you will single-handedly, with the help of Felipe Rose. Me and Felipe Rose. We're brave hearts. Fighting for the rights of all the dreamers. Can I help, please? Sure. Sweet. You played You played an Indian in uh, Annie Get Your Count? I have played. I, I have played an Indian. So hey, you're you're. Think you think? Oh, then I might be part of the American is my is my cousin or whatever that relation. What is that relation? Your mother's <laughs> first cousin. About this, I think it's your second cousin. Is it? I have a. I don't know, dude. I think it's. No, I say all that. I mean, it's so weird. Family relations are weird. At that point, it's like, what does it matter? They're so yeah. distantly related to you. Bizarre. It's just like that's a cousin of whatever. That's we, someone we need related more to terms. Me. If someone knows this, please let us know. Please, please do. We tried looking it up. Well, we I didn't really try terms. looking it up. We need I... scientific terms for these relations. We'll get them. 
I mean, empirically back evidence of what these terms could be. It's crazy shit going down in Africa. In Africa? Yeah, in uh, Tanzania and Burundi. There's some African witch doctors that um, they're out there and they're hunting albinos. What, Africa? <laughs> they're hunting the albinos. And this is, you said Tanzania? Yeah, Tanzania and Burundi. Wow. Over the last few years, about 60 albinos have been hunted and killed. Why? Well, because, you know, you can use their parts to make potions. Please tell me that's a lie. Please tell me you're making that up. I'm not making that the up. The fact, the way you said it, I knew that it wasn't a com- fabricated. A complete set of organs and body parts can fetch up to $75,000. But not like harvesting organs for like transplant. No, just, no, no, no. You just to like to open charms. up and to make know, charms and spells. define what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, to make like, charms and spells. I mean, albinos, they got powerful magics in them. Got to use that, dog. Well, they've got to. They've got to. Dude, that is, that's wrong. That's fucking crazy. That is nuts. Oh, that's almost depressing. That is depressing. Why did I say almost depressing? Like, why do we still have African witch doctors running around? It's the 21st century. (laughs) Witch doctors. Guys, let's give you a hot tip. Magic isn't real. It's not real. Alex, do you realize it's, it's, it's 2009. Do you realize 10 years ago was Y2K? (laughs) A decade ago was Y2K. We still got witch doctors running around. (laughs) And they're still causing trouble, dude. We're six years from hoverboards. (laughs) <laughs> and they're killing innocent people all for more magics. What the fuck? That's fucking crazies. Uh, guys, not cool. Stop it. Just stop it. Guys, write a letter to the African witch doctors. Tell them to write us. We'll have a back and forth with this. We'll explain it to them because they're obviously not listening to the podcast or they would know. Dude, would they think we were albinos? What if they thought we were albinos? What if they just didn't what know? If, what if we... Should we, what if we send them? Should we flip the script? What if we send them the podcast on audio cassette? They somehow listen to it. Um, they realize that we are full of magics, and they hunt us down. They fuck, what if they hunt us down? Because we have powerful magics. Because we have powerful magics. Because they're not picking on the albinos just because they're albino. Well, yeah. they kind of are, but they're picking on them because albinos are known for harboring magics. Right. Powerful magic. Right. And we are full up of powerful magics. We can send our voice across. Like, we're not even there, and our yeah. voice is there. Oh, fuck. And That's to, magic, dude. That's to, strong magic. Not to mention, like, the energy in our minds has got to be running at, what, like, 20, 30 watts? Easily. <laughs> Easy. They want that power. They want that power. They want that power to bring rain. They want that power to, uh, I don't know, make sure the harvest is. I, what do, what do what? you use? Which, what do you use those things for? Bullshit is what I'm saying. Nonsense. Witch doctors, stop. Witch doctors, can it. It's the 21st century. I'm sorry. Are they on watch? Should we put them on witch watch? Witch doctors, on watch. <laughs> We've added Sarah Palin. Right under Sarah Palin is witch doctors. Albino killing witch doctors. Is anyone stop, trying to stop this? Are albinos just hiding in the like albi- fleeing The albinos country? are fucking hiding. I was reading this article and they're like, leave? there are people that are, how do they leave? If they're seen out in the public, they're going to be hunted down. Yeah, I guess you just bundle, God, what do you do? And you, how do you hide being an albino? I guess you could try to dye your hair. Oh, you can't get out in the sun though. You're going to burn. Yeah. Most, most of them can't even afford sunscreen, life-saving sunscreen. Dude, I don't know. Those poor albinos. Fucking A. Leave the albinos alone. I wonder if they hunt other animals that are albinos. Like, do albinos in general just have magic? Mm, that's a good question. That. I love, I'm sorry for entertaining the idea that <laughs> albinos actually have magic. Because well, I, mean, I was kind of joking before, but that question was a serious question. And I, mean, I apologize. I got confused for a I, second. I bet, I bet they all got magics. I bet they all got magics. All of them. All of them. Find an albino anything. It's got a magic. <laughs> 
Well, that's something to know. You want to talk about energy, Brad? Bring it. I mentioned uh, a moment ago that we had like 30 watts of energy in our in our minds. It's closer to 20. Oh, it's just 20. Well, at least this non-scientific source claims that it's close to 20. Okay. I'm not sure where they got that number from. Uh, well, because that's the energy in our mind. Let me ask you a question, Brad. Okay. And you just answer a yes or no. Okay. Does death exist? Does death exist? Now, first, analyze that question. Mm-hmm. Does death exist? Does death exist? Okay, I'm, I'm, by death, I think we're meaning the the cessation of life when okay. something comes to its natural end, physical physical end. Yes. Um. So it, um. Does it exist? Um. Well, it depends on how we're defining exist. I guess. Okay. If we're we're defining it in any practical way, um, that's useful, then I say yes, death exists. Um. New theory says no. What? That is the headline of this article. What? Apparently they've proved- we've been burying people for no fucking reason. <laughs> they were just asleep. They were all asleep. They were sleepy, and they can't die. Apparently, they don't, can't die. Oh, grandma's gonna be pissed off. Posted on the Huffington Post, this article. Um, who's this written by? It's an MD. Yeah. Ooh. All right, guys. So let's break this down for you. Many of us fear death, right? You fear death, Brad. Mm, you do. Many of okay. us do. Well, even if you don't, many people do. Sure. People fear death, yeah. We believe in death because we have been told we will die. Now, I don't know if that's true. What? I think I believe death because I've seen things die before. Yeah, I think... I've killed insects. There's no coming back from that. Things die. Fact. We associate ourselves with the body, and we know that bodies die. We associate ourselves with the body. What? What else, what else are we? I don't. I'm confused already. <laughs> what? We associate. I. I generally associate, my, associate myself with my body. That's just me, though. Some people don't. Some people associate themselves with a chair. Wow, it's very impractical, it. though. But it's it's okay, dude. It's okay because a new scientific theory suggests suggests that death is not the terminal event we think. How so? Let me enlighten you. Please do. One well-known aspect of quantum physics. Wait a minute. Well. <laughs> Wait a minute. Alarms this going is off. Alarms immediately. One well-known aspect of quantum physics well is known. that... It's well-known. Yeah, yeah. This is common knowledge at this common, point. Common knowledge. Um, quantum physics is that certain observations cannot be predicted absolutely. Well, of course, yeah. Yeah. Instead, there is a range of possible observations, each with a different probability. Yeah. Sure. All right. One mainstream, one mainstream explanation... The many-worlds interpretation states that each of these possible observations corresponds with a different universe. The multiverse, if you will, Brad. Right. This is a, this is a possible suggestion. This is a possible suggestion in a new sense. In, 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 in a new, in a theory. <laughs> in a new a possible, theory. This is a possible explanation of an idea in a theory. Yeah. In, so this new scientific theory going off those suggested, I mean, like, just like, hey, this could be, but... Yeah. We're not backed by any ah, empirical evidence at all. all. See what sticks. It's just, you know, we pretend or just think this would be fun in this new scientific, and scientific using quotations, uh, called biocentrism. Biocentrism. Refines this idea of multi-universes. Well, tell me about it. There is an infinite number of universes. Okay. And everything that could possibly occur in some universe. Wait. There are an infinite number of universes. And everything that could possibly happen occurs in some universe. Right. Okay. Fact. Okay. I'm sorry. Reading it, it just goes into nonsense. I'm like, well, how does that even, why does that even start in the next sentence like that? Death does not exist in any real sense. What? In this scenario. What? What? In these scenarios, death does not exist. 
So, so, so in a parallel universe, does death not exist? Um, Alex, listen, listen. All right, just because in this universe something dies, um, in another universe, um, physics may work in a completely different way. Therefore, death doesn't exist. What? <laughs> what does that have to do with physics? In oh. some, well, look, Alex. In this universe, death exists. In some other universe. Um, hydrogen may not exist. Therefore, death doesn't exist. <laughs> I love that you, uh, yeah. The logic doesn't hold up on its own right. Gravity might work completely different in another universe. Therefore, death doesn't exist. All right. What? In the same way that Brad is like jumping really quick, the, uh, this one paragraph, and this is all you need from the rest of this, jumps pretty quick with the logic. It's right. just like, all right, let's take it as given. Multiple universes. We've let's take it as given. Th- we've thrown in a lot of cool sounding words. Now let's Let's race this train through the station. All possible universes exist simultaneously, regardless of what happens in any of them. Yeah. Although individual bodies are destined... they're parallel. (laughs) Although individual bodies are destined to self-destruct, the alive feeling, the who I am, is just a 20-watt fountain of energy (laughs) operating in the brain. What does that mean? Whoa. Let's Wha- let's think about this. Let's take, a this is a lot to take in. This is new to me as someone who loves science, as someone who constantly reads scientific articles right. to improve their knowledge of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. All, it's, think about it. All possible universes exist simultaneously, regardless of what happens, blah, blah, blah. Although individual bodies are destined to self-destruct. They are programmed to self-destruct. Right. The alive feeling. What? The who I am. What? Is just a twenty watt fountain of energy operating in the brain. First of all, where, where did the twenty watts come from? I don't know. Where did this number? Who calculated this number? I don't know. What does it mean? It doesn't, it doesn't say. There's no source decided except for one. There's book. a fountain. There's I a did, fountain of energy. I didn't know our brain worked like a fountain. Yeah, consciousness just pumps through our pumps through our brain with yeah. like a twenty watt fountain. Now I would like to know the distinguish between what do they mean by energy. I, is it electrical yes. impulses in the brain? Are they are they, well, they lumping 20, in the if, fact that atoms, I guess if you bring them down totally, are also forms of energy? Well, when you say 20 watts, and I mean— And does it have to work with the brain? Because it says fountain of energy operating in the brain. In the brain. So it needs the brain to operate. Well, it's right? operating in the brain. No, I think it can operate outside of the brain. No, how can it operate without the brain? It's a 20-watt fountain operating inside the brain. The brain, it's not part of but the brain, doesn't it's inside it, the brain. But why does it choose to stay in the brain? Oh, it's, Why doesn't it go out? Why, can I send it out? Can um, um, can my twenty watt fountain be projected to where I could like see myself from outside my body? Oh, uh, your twenty watt your twenty watt fountain starts in your heart. <laughs> what? <laughs> Crazy! What are you talking about, dude? They can on just and for just, a second. And let's let's just say that this is quite a poetic way of saying. Let's 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 be incredibly nice to this article and pretend that it's, I have been it's, nice the whole time. I don't know what you've been doing. And and pretend it just means that our our brain is the root. Of our being. Yeah. A 20-watt fountain. It's just a 20-watt fountain of energy in our brain. That's that's who we are. Yeah. That's our personality. That is our mind. Yeah. That's what we are. All right. There's two more sentences of this paragraph, and we'll stop. (laughs) Right. This energy does not go away at death. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Yes, it does. Fact, it does not. Yes, it does. One of the surest axioms of science. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't even say, say that with it. a straight face. <laughs> say it. One of the surest axioms of science is that energy never dies. <laughs> it can neither be created nor destroyed. But does this energy transcend from one world to another? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Why would it do that? 
For what are you basing that on? It goes on to talk about craziness, guys. I don't even oh know. My I God. Oh, dude. Guys, here's here's how it works. Um, we 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 are alive. We have blood pumping through our body. Um, through an amazing series of electrical impulses working in our brain, we have thoughts. We're able to have a construct of our being. We have a mind to think that creates a personality. That's us. When we die, that stops working and it starts breaking down. All right. Our brain dies. Once our brain's dead, we're dead. We're gone. There's nothing else. There's no soul. There's no magical energy that fl- flies around outside of our body. Well, Brad, let me throw you a curveball. Okay. I say we're going to stop reading, but I, as I was continuing to scan, <laughs> keep, to scan yes. ahead in the, in please, the thing, I, there's something about time I don't think you understand. All right? Oh, okay. I don't understand time. Yeah. Okay, according to biocentrism, uh-huh. this new theory based on another like and now they're not using theory correctly, but um right, this new idea based this on whimsical, uh, based, ba- uh, this, this whimsical whimsical concept this whim based that someone, on an idea that's based on an explanation of a possible theory. Yes. Um according to biocentrism, mm-hmm. space and time are not the hard objects we think. Okay? Brad, I want you to do this experiment. First with of all, me. who thought space and time were hard objects? You got me. I have no idea. <laughs> he got me. He got me, guys. He Oops. got me. Oh, I banged my head on some stuff. That's a gotcha space. question. You got to watch out for them sometimes. Okay, but I want you to perform this experiment with me, Brad. Okay. Put your hand up in the air. It's up in the air. Wave your hand through the air. Just like you don't care. All right. Now, <laughs> if you take everything away, what's left? Answer, quick. If I take everything away? What do you yeah. mean by everything? Waving your hand up in the air. If All you right. take everything away, what's left? Nothing is left. If I take everything away, that's You are correct, <laughs> sir. That's how math works. Give this guy a prize. <laughs> Nothing is left. Nothing, right. period. Um, <laughs> the same thing applies to time. If you have time and take it away, you don't have time anymore. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? If you have kettle, if you have corn in a kettle and you take it away, you don't have kettle. There was corn. never corn. There's, there's, there's no there's kettle no corn. In. There's no more kettle corn. So- sorry, Indians. You can't see anything through the bone that surrounds your brain. What? <laughs> what? I don't understand that, guys. The sentence following, the same applies for time, is you can't see anything through the bone that surrounds your brain. That's because you don't have, first of all, you, you don't have eyes in your brain. What, what are you trying to see? Um, everything also, you see. Also, we have x-rays. Very true. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. certain things can see through the skull. I think x-rays have just destroyed this man's theory. Your eyes are an extension of your brain. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, the guy in the article. Everything you see and experience right now is a whirl of information occurring in your mind. Space and time are simply the tools of putting everything together. <gasps> okay, it just turned into the secret. It just turned into the secret. I'll read one more sentence and we're done. Maybe two more sentences. Guys, I want to read this whole article read it, now. Read it, dog. Read it. Death does not exist in a timeless, spaceless world. If you take time and space, take them away, and there's nothing there, nothing exists there, including death. In, an, in, in a vacuum in of fact, emptiness, in there fact, is nothing there. In fact, nothing exists. <laughs> death exists. Guys, if, I'm uh, sorry, guys. If you take everything away, nothing exists. So his theory, death doesn't exist because if you take everything away, nothing exists. So you're just kind of, what is, would you define death as like everything stopping, like not existing anymore? I, oh. The cessation of life. Well, that's life. Well, yeah, but things that aren't live can't die. Wow, so because nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Right. You got to have something to be alive or dead, right? Right. There you go. Okay, we got, we got, to, the, we got to the heart of this. All right. I can, I can forward with this. 
if nothing is there, there's nothing there. <laughs> Therefore, death cannot exist amazing, because it amazing, never existed in the first place. Amazing new scientific theory, guys. If something doesn't exist, it doesn't exist. Ponder that. Ta-da! Those are words of wisdom for the holiday Ta-da! season. Ta-da! All right, guys. Now let's... Nobel Prize. I'm not going to go into the rest of the article because for some reason we're talking about this person's sister. I have no idea why in the middle of... And that's another... Oh, God. Can gotta, we talk gotta about Huffington Post? Got to pull for the heartstrings. We joke. We kid. Um, this is bullshit. Um, the Huffington Post. Do you want to talk about these people? You know, Huffington Post. Because I, I have reservations against Huffington Post in general, across the board. See, uh, poli- because of this shit, dude. Well, their yeah. science is not their, science. Their science and health is complete fucking bullshit. Like, so it all has to be bullshit, right? Well, I know their political coverage is generally pretty good. Mm, how so? Well, I mean, it's not the same people writing the articles. Well, I mean, so why did they? Cho- but still, because dude, because if the they, thing if is, if they could get through there, and people who don't know anything about science can write for these people, well, here's, then maybe here's, they have the same people working about the politics or their entertainment here's, here's the or their thing, media. Though. Yeah, but I mean, when you get fucking people. It's it crazy hippie jive nonsense feel good hippie jive is generally a more far left thing, just like crazy Christianity is a more far right thing. Okay, okay. So, so you're just saying I'm that just the saying people it's, it's more likely you're going to get this kind of bullshit on Huffington Post. So you just don't look at any of their science or health information. Yeah, I guess look at their politics. Decide for yourself. I right. mean, don't get all of your information from one side anyway. Absolutely. Check your facts. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I'm sure the entertainment thing is just general gossip anyway, so right. that's got to be safe. But don't go to them for don't science or health. Don't go anything for science or health. Go, go to science and health pages for <laughs> science and health information. Like legit page, pages. Yeah. Pe- people that are real doctors that are studying real science and can back it up with like studies and empirical-based evidence. Yeah, exactly. Fuckers. Man, nothing exists. Doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. <laughs> death, therefore, death doesn't exist. But things exist. What a what a if word thing, game. That's what I love about these pseudoscience bullshit stuff. Yeah. is that it is just like let's play with words. Right. We're going to confuse you with a barrage of just like oh. cool sounding terms. Always be on the lookout for quantum physics because it's most likely used Ooh. out of context. Seriously, we'll, we'll just say it's used out of context unless it's coming from a credible source, probably. And even then, the thing is to to try to, when you try to have people explain. Um, fucking uh, quantum physics to normal uneducated people the it way, does the way it sounds like to, magic yeah the way it's they, witch doctors well, basically I mean, it's, the way they have to dumb it down for the general public generally requires them to make some some metaphors that are a little little far-fetched especially if you listen to michio kaku like about half the time the guy sounds crazy because <laughs> he's trying he's trying to make it accessible to the general public but in doing so it kind of throws the science out of bounds a little bit. And whose fault is that? I think we're failing our children. About yeah, teaching them science. It's, we're just not educated. I mean, no one wants to hear the the harsh mathematical facts of quantum physics. They hear the, the word math and like, hey, here, look at this. I mean, quantum physics, like in reality, mm-hmm. like when you take when you know none of the nothing, like death. You know what I mean. I'm right, sorry. Right, I'm right. getting flustered myself. When you when you talk about the real science, when you talk about the real science, dude, it is amazing. Absolutely, like it is just like mind blowing. Like, right. wow, this is cool. But in nowhere, in nowhere in science is anyone suggesting that there's you running around in a parallel universe with a funny mustache. No, that I, it's a pointless, pointless concept. The whole like. Guys, we're not going to get into this because this, again, is complicated. And you have to resort to these metaphors for, like, people who aren't educated in science to really understand. 
Right. But the whole like parallel universe thing mm-hmm. operates on a very different yeah. like concept than what this is. Right. It's not like sliders, guys. <laughs> it's, it's it's not like quantum leap, uh, even though that was time. It's, this stuff doesn't work like that. No. There's no the uni- theories don't even say that. I I God, just think about it logically. For what reason would there be some world where Hitler just happened to win? Guys, that yeah. makes no sense. Think of all the variables. It makes and no sense. Really think about all the variables. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff happening, like on the microscopic level, that we can't see. Right. We can't. I mean, you can't see through your skull. <laughs> you can't. You can't um, do it unless you got an X-ray. But I mean, there's other stuff you can't see because it's tiny, guys. It's tiny or huge. And there's like, God, it's a big world out there. It there's is. a lot of things that can happen. Can, Hitler I, didn't win in a parallel universe. It's just, the ar- I, it's just the arrogance of people. It's just nuts, dude. The arrogance of the, pe- the people think they're so important. Human beings think they're so fucking important. Yeah, and that goes back to everything. We're nothing. We are like tiny microbes on a ball flying through nothing. <laughs> it doesn't, we don't matter at all. What did a scientist say? I heard this quote recently, and I don't know who said it, but it was something like the universe is trying to kill us, basically. <laughs> yes. It does everything it can to make sure that life does not happen. Nice. And yet we're here, guys. We're fighting the good fight for freedom. For freedom. And everything And else. for Native Americans. <laughs> Support, guys. Write us a letter. Can we talk about Ellen Page for a second? Please. Let's talk about Ellen Page. Um, great actress. Yeah. Very attractive young lady. Poor girl is constantly, <laughs> constantly surrounded by a technology and people that understand it better than she'll ever be able to. Explain yourself. What do you mean? There, there are these commercials that are going around, and there's a couple now that I've seen, and they're for Cisco. It's basically Ellen Page walks into a room, is confronted by technology that confuses her at first. Everyone else completely understands, has been using it. They're cool with it. They're completely adapted. She is baffled by But it. she rolls with it. And because they she's laugh like, at her, and um, she gets laughed at. I love when those kids laugh at her, dude. When she rolls up in there, it's like, hey, it's our special guest, Ellen Page. Yay! We're going on a field trip to China. And she's like, really? That's kind of weird. Yeah. When I was a kid, we went to the farm. And I love the cut scene where there's the cow. It's just like all these kids like scared to death of the farm. But the best part is when they come back and they all laugh at her. Right. It's in the present again. They're like, oh, farm. That's silly. Oh, Ellen Page, what are you? Here we go. Activate Cisco. And then the kids just yell at each other like, yeah, China. And it, conferencing for children means just like yelling. Right. It's just like crazy excitement and running around. Yeah. They're excited by technology. And Ellen Page Unlike is totally Ellen left Page, out. Who is confused and frightened by technology. Her life could be changed. She could have she could have just jumped right into the China. Could right? Have. She could have been on the Cisco network. She could have. But she's split, split the screen. She's unaware. Poor girl. She is going from place to place and she doesn't have to. <laughs> it's so sad. It really is sad. There's something so sad about poor Ellen Page is left behind in the technological revolution. Why did she sign up for these commercials, no guys? No clue. <laughs> it's like she's walking around with a Zach Moore cell phone and everyone else has got an iPhone. That's exactly what it's like. And I'm just talking to my phone. What, you don't have one of these? What's that? It, it's an iPhone, Ellen Page. Don't you know? It's don't, basically a little computer. They guess, wh- where have you been for the it's last? It's 2009. Why 2 k was 10 years ago? <laughs> She's like, why 2K? Fuck, just get out of here. Just forget it. Oh, zeros and ones, Ellen Page. <laughs> Don't you get it? No, she doesn't even get oh, that. Could someone please help Ellen Page? Could someone get her a computer? Please. <laughs> she doesn't have access to the internet. That's get her what a it netbook. is. Get she her something. Know. Just get her a little netbook. That's a good starter. Yeah. And all honesty, I really like these Cisco commercials. I, they They're are pretty awesome. awesome. Um, but uh, if you're out there, welcome you're to f- the human network, Cisco. Welcome. 
if you're a friend of Ellen Page, uh, if you if you would just take our podcast and record it onto a cassette tape and give them to her, we'll help catch her up. Or again, send us a letter and then we'll write it all down and, we'll and send it to it you, down. and you guys can read it to each we'll other. Get your transcript. One of you, you could do your own Ramjack uh, readings, you, dramatic yes, readings. Yes. One of you can be Brad. One of you can be me. That'll be great. And someone can be like all the voiceovers or whatever works. Nice. And help Ellen Page out because she needs to know what's happening. <laughs> So that's a, that's a, that's another that's another goal for us is we're going to help Ellen Page into the 21st century. Whoa, dude! I had an idea. What if what if you were performing podcasts on stage? What if you acted them? They were like you. You listen to a podcast. It's kind of like a screenplay. You're like, all right, okay, our stage play. I mean, or you could do it for the screen. Sure. And just reenact it. This is a reenacting of Ramjack 23. What if we took this old school and did like like medieval like. Like the medieval miracle and mystery plays, we, perform, we, just, we, perform, we travel. We get we, we get, like we get a, a Cisco machine. We get a wagon. We get a Cisco machine. We, we get, get a, the human network. No dog. Fuck that. We're going okay, old school. Okay, okay, we're going old school. We're gonna get a wagon and we're gonna travel the country and just over podcast. podcasts. This is episode twenty six, coming to you from uh, Dallas. We're coming. To, we're coming to you from the town square. We'll be performing our podcast. Are we going to form a train? It's like a train going to come behind us and like just follow us from place to place and then get information. Because how nice. else do they get information? Dude, we would really be a hit in places that didn't have technology. That would be the tops. That might be a fallback plan. Guys, doesn't for work life. Out. if it doesn't work out, guys, um, watch for our wagon coming through Chester County. <laughs> and other places. Once you hear the, once you, when you hear the horses pulling our wagon, um, you'll know the podcast is coming to your town. <laughs> <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Better than a circus, for Nuclear sure. Nuclear disaster. We're taking the podcast on the road. Ramjack will survive. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. That is incredible. I went to Walmart today. Okay. Was it fun? No. It was bad. What happened? I went to buy Tell a, me. I went to buy a shirt, some chapstick, and a candle. Ooh. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. And you could get all of those at Walmart. Yeah, that's that's why that's always low prices. Walmart. That's what it's for. I would just I, w- I would like to make I would like a make to make a personal note. Okay. To the bastard, um, in the clothing section of Walmart. If you're listening, and I'm sure you are, stop coughing in my face, <laughs> you goddamn motherfucking SARS-infested swine flu-carrying diphtheria-laden bastard. Did you hit him? I wanted to. You That's should have just, shoved him like, at least. I, I'm like turning through an aisle and like, I'm just like, I'm like turning and this man is standing, just standing in the aisle, coughs into my face, didn't make an attempt to cover his mouth, just <clears throat> into my face. That's on purpose. You should have, you should have beat him down. I'm like, what is your deal? People that don't cover their mouth should be shot. Very my true. mother first and foremost. Your mother doesn't cover her mouth when she She's talks? never covered her mouth. That's gross. Never in her life has that woman ever covered her mouth. And anytime you try to yell at her about it, she's like, well, I, I couldn't help it. I had to cough. You, you put your hand in front of your face. You can feel that a cough coming. That doesn't take you, – even if, you, even if you, like, you get choked by something and start sputtering um, by surprise, as a cough usually is by surprise, you don't usually make an intentional cough. And um, There's time to, to just throw your hand in front of your face. It's not a difficult action. You lazy fucking fuckers. <laughs> Also, people on scooters. This also somehow in Walmart. <laughs> yes, this um, also would <laughs> apply to my mother. Strangely enough, uh, holiday season. <laughs> I fuck you, people on scooters. 
Fuck you. What do you mean by scooters? Those like um those I can't walk. I'm in a crippled scooter thing. It's 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 takes up more space than a wheelchair, but I'm too lazy to push. So I have a mechanical scooter. Dude. Those fucking things. Like the you know um you know I know saying. what you mean now. Can I jump in really quick with something? Please. My own story from Walmart. Um recently I was there for some reason, I can't remember. Um maybe getting Martha Stewart Dove chocolate promises. Um but I was coming out and someone in one of those chairs was trying to like leave the store and they were like all over them. Like, no, oh, no, 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 you can't take that into the parking lot. And they're like, what do you mean? I can't walk. And they're like, sir, you're going to have to come back in here and give us that. She's like, how am I supposed to get in my car? I can't get in my car any other way. And then they said, how'd you get in here? And I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. pretty awesome. Way to, I, I was walking out, so I heard all of this. And once I got, wow. once I heard that, there was a pause and I, I, I walked out of earshot, sadly. That's awesome. I wish I could have seen what was on their face. That is awesome. Call and, them on it. That is awesome and horrific at the same time. Because from my, when I was in high school and had to work at the grocery store, uh-huh. um, like when someone would Kroger, have to go out right? and run those. Yeah. Someone mm. would have to go out and run those. And we'd have to go back and get it. And some people loved it. I hated it. Um, oh, because they wanted to ride it. Yeah, because they wanted to ride it. And I just felt like a fucking douchebag. I would feel like a douchebag too. It's just humiliating. Um, but I mean, is, I, is people I'll, could happen up across you, but you were in uniform, so they should have known. Okay, right. well that guy's right. But still, people be like, so why, is that, why is that person one of those? That looks like a healthy so young man. So awkward. I, I, oftentimes, I would push them, which was much more difficult to do. But you felt less like a tool. Plus, you also got like ripped because you were working exactly. out. Exactly. But so I'm, I'm in Walmart and there's like, there's like a sweater like laying um, on the floor. Someone's knocked it off a rack. One of these fucking entitled bitches in a scooter is like driving through the aisle. Um, and like I'm, I'm just turning past the aisle and she's about to go through. Um, I know she's thinking. I could probably run him over. That's what she's thinking in her head. I'm entitled. I'm in a scooter. She just points at the sweater. She points at it. Has like a mean look on her face. She's like, mm. I'm like, what do you, what do you want? And she just points. Doesn't doesn't say, hey, would you please pick that up? I think it might be in my way. She points at it for me to pick up this thing off the floor for her. What? Exactly. A stranger to you. You just happen yeah. to cross and, yeah. and demand you pick up something. Yeah. I didn't pick it up. I wouldn't have either. I just kept walking. Bitch was scowling at me because I didn't pick something up. Fucking bitch. Get out of bitch. your fucking chair. You fucking... Or ask nicely. Yeah. Like, if she'd have been like, excuse me, sir, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, right. I dropped this sweater, was there any way you can pick it up for me? See, I'm so sorry to ask this. Because, I, you know, th- I'm sure there are there are people that have been, there are in terrible circumstances, through no fault of their own, have become, um, that have become immobilized in some way, and therefore are forced to use these devices, but that's maybe 2%. Most of these are lazy fucking fuckers. They're riding around on scooters, because they've fucking screwed themselves over. They're in terrible shape. And they're too fucking lazy to walk. And this, you can tell. When a bitch is scowling at you, pointing <laughs> for you to pick something up. Instead of being a kindly cripple that says, oh, I'll just take another way around. Yeah, so that's... Because if you were a kindly cripple, you would find another way around. You, and it wasn't even in her way. It was She thought it might be in her way. Because crazy cripples can't drive. None of these people in scooters know how to drive scooters. I will tell you this is a fact. <laughs> Do they own scooters? If they're lazy, then they don't own them because no, no, they don't no. need one. So that way they, they have no experience them. except when they go to the store. They own them. They own them. Trust they're me. They're that lazy. My mother and stepfather both have scooters. Neither of them can drive the fucking things. Their walls are like covered with like places where they've hit the wall. Like they have a brand new house. They've already like fucked up the paint because they keep ramming them to the fucking wall. Wow. People cannot drive those things. If you're, if you're, too, if you're too lazy and crippled up to walk, you're too lazy and crippled up to be driving our scooter. 
<laughs> facts are facts, guys. Fuck. Fucking scooter people. Hey, if you know any scooter people, bitch slap them for me. <laughs> and send a photo. You should have picked up the sweater and just like looked at him <laughs> I should have and tied then just like face. thrown it. I should have picked it up and tied it around her face. <laughs> Guys, um, if anyone wants to draw a picture of, of, of a scooter person being taken down, please do that. <laughs> and not just a scooter person, like a scooter bitch person. Scooter Someone bitch who's, person. who's mean and using yes. it, taking advantage of this service right. that's Again, used for real people who yeah. actually need this. Those people are fine. Yeah. Kind, kindly cripples... We fully embrace and support you. Yeah. You we, you will be at our Native American slash coming out parade. You will be celebrated. <laughs> you will be well, celebrated well, along with the Native Americans and the homosexuals. Yeah. But you lazy fucking scooter bitch cripples that can't. That aren't real cripples probably. That real cripples. That are fake cripples. That are faux cripples. People faux who cripples, are fake. Fuck you. People who are fake in general. Oh. You're not welcome here. There's one thing more I want to I bring to the table. And that's some safety issues. All right. Always good to update your store scorecard. Guys, we talked a lot about scorecards. This all started, if you'll remember, um, because I got a new job and they had a safety scorecard system. Yeah. And that's where that's where this is all evolved from. Because I, I wanted you to make I want to make you as safe as my coworkers. Yeah, we hired Cedric and he's helping out. He's helping out. So um that's you know, that's what's going on. Um well my work has stepped things up in safety. Whoa. First what? I'd like to talk about the weather detector. <laughs> <laughs> A weather detector? It's, um, is it like a Doppler radar on top of the, ha- no, the building? No, it's called Ice Alert. It's basically a sign that you put outside your building, and it tells you if it's cold or not. So how does it... Do people like check the internet and then go over and like flip a switch, or is it... Oh, no, 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 no. It's just a sign. Like a signpost. But how does it know when it's cold outside? When it's cold, it turns blue. Oh, it's temperature-based. Yeah. If it's if it's if it's cold enough that it could possibly snow or ice, it turns blue. If it's getting close to there, it's half blue, half gray. It's just gray if it's not cold. So it's either gray or blue gray. Yeah. It's it's blue if blue if it's cold enough for ice or snow. Blue gray if it's cold. Is this on the inside? The it's outside. It's so you so you're see. coming into the building. So let's say you're you com- can see the snow around you, yes. and you see the blue sign. Oh, right. the sign works. Or you're going outside of the building. Oh, I'm in a nice warm building. It must be nice and warm outside. You step outside, and there's five feet of snow. This sign will let you know that it's cold. We should have to look over to see the sign. There's a website for this. You can go to icealert.com. <laughs> what? And uh, I love this because if you go to their website, um, you'll see some of the uses um, they show two two little images, a roadway, which I think is actually probably a pretty good use for this thing, because you know you can they have like a lot of them lined up across the road, and you can see you know if it's you know cold enough to be ice outside, because maybe there's black ice. I can see that being useful. You know, you have an idea on the road how cold it is. Maybe you're making a long drive. That could be useful. That makes sense. I can see that because now I know that it is it's frigid, then like they it's show freezing. Another, they show another picture that says slip and fall, and they have it. It looks much like my office. Where they have one outside, and there's a lot of snow on the ground, and there's just an image of a man falling, and it's got like the big red X through him. Slip and fall. It's a slip trip hazard, guys. You want to know about those? You got to be aware of slip trip hazards. Did, did they coin no. slip trip hazards? No, they did not. Where are you getting that from? I think I, when I was researching too... when I was researching safety stuff online to make the safety scorecard, um, I found out about slip trip hazards because I found some website that was all about preventing injuries in the workplace, and they said slip trip hazard. But that's not all, guys. There's more? Um, over the course of the past, well, since I've been at this job, they send out emails, safety emails, to let you know if something's happened, you know, to make people more aware of safety. You know, if something gets reported on a safety scorecard, it needs to be brought to people's attention. And you'll see, you know, you know things like somebody was standing um, incorrectly on a ladder. 
you know, someone was was moving things in a matter that could end up hurting their back. Useful information. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes you get some that aren't so great. <clears throat> Description of incident. Garbage right. service took dumpsters to empty it out and upon returning failed to properly latch the door of dumpster. Dumpster was discovered partially full of material. Door open and held with just the safety chain. Managed to get the door shut and latched with considerable effort. Cleaned up mess. A- an action was taken. Wait, so that's the situation. That's the situation. That was a terrible situation the, that needed to be reported. The, the trash reciprocal is totally full. It's and I can't close it, but no, I, no, I close when, it. When, but they, when, the, when they came to the dumpster, they didn't uh, fully secure the lid, and some trash apparently fell out. When they came to what? When they emptied the dumpster. When the so there's still trash inside an empty dumpster. Dumpster? No, they they emptied the dumpster and they didn't secure the door properly, so that when, so that some trash came out of the dump came out of the when, dumpster while they were right. dumping it. Right. Okay. For a second, I thought it was a nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing yeah. there thing. Um, they lodged a complaint with the garbage service and will continue to communicate with all crews to be checking for this situation on the dumpster. They're keeping vigilant. All right. So garbage men, you perform a wonderful service for the community. <laughs> You're great. I'm glad you get paid well. But shut the fucking lids to our garbage Shut truck. them correctly. They've got to be latched and chained properly. We don't want trash getting out. Oh, you. that's, a, that's safety. That's a safety hazard. <clears throat> action was taken, thankfully. Incident. Oh, there's another one? Oh, yes. This is going to get stressful. Noted that oh, an employee God. had placed his, placed his briefcase in the area between two rows of chairs. Potential tripping hazard. Obviously. Obviously. An action was taken, though. Moved the bag to a safe location. Alerted the employee of the potential hazard. <laughs> what a tool. Who's this douchebag? Are these real-life situations or are these theoretical situations? No, these are, these are happening. These are, you're getting these on the fly. As soon as this shit happens, they write it down on a safety scorecard and we get emails. Wow. What yeah. an awesome system for <laughs> just like humor in general. Yeah. That's going to be a daily pick-me-up. So you're telling me some idiot didn't see a briefcase in the middle of the – Well, they no, were no, 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 no. What happened was somebody had their briefcase. They set it down like next to their chair in the middle of an aisle. Um, someone – nothing happened. Someone just noticed that it was sitting there and realized that it could possibly become a tripping hazard. It's a possible tripping hazard. So in your mind, picture someone just like, you know, sitting down, nonchalant, and all of a sudden, like, their eyes get big. They like, their <laughs> exactly. head jerks. They're like, oh, situation, action must be taken. I've got to write a note. They grab the briefcase, throw it out the window, and say, what are you doing? That was dangerous. Everyone stay back. It's not safe here anymore. Wow. But that's not all. You got to take action, guys. Guys, these be fuck, alert. Take these action. guys with their briefcases aren't done. Briefcase was noticed in front. This is of another. Chair. This is another situation. We're on the third situation. Briefcase was noticed in front of chair, which was in the walkway of the conference room. Briefcase was moved underneath the chair to open up the walkway and remove the tripping hazard. That was and the action. That's again. These people aren't safe for their briefcases, guys. Twist part, twist part. It was the same briefcase from the other situation. <laughs> That's the where they dude. moved it to. They thought it was safe, but There's it wasn't safe. There's one evil douchebag out there. Incident. Notice an employee's jacket lying on the ground next to the chair. Identified this as a potential tripping hazard if the employee forgot about the jacket being on the floor. Mm. Action taken. Mentioned to the employee the jacket was on the ground. Employee picked up the jacket. <laughs> what? Why? Why are they letting you guys know this on the fly? You should make some up and just send them around to your company. I, well, just like a mass is, email to everyone. Situation. And make it like really crazy and Something unsafe. happened that I think may have actually caused that to happen. Because this all led up to one event 
that blew my mind <laughs> and actually happened and is the most ridiculous email I've ever read. All right, dude. We're ready. This this all built up to this moment, right? Incident. Incident. Okay. This is the incident. This is this is the this is what people are gonna talk about. This is you know the incident on Lost. That's one thing. This is the incident at my job. People are gonna remember. It's gonna equal caliber. Everything. Equal caliber. This is the incident. An employee struck their head against another's as they got out of chairs following a conference room meeting. Oh no! One individual felt pain in their cheek, and ice was applied. The employee was brought to the nurse for follow up. Was the action or was action that, was that everything? A reminder to all of risk of impact, even in office settings. Awareness of proximity of others, our furniture, our equipment can reduce risks. Two people bump their heads. <laughs> they bump their heads against each other. Brad, I got an email because people bumped their heads against each other. Okay, that one freaks me out a little bit because I have never bumped my head against someone else's head in my life. <laughs> I know. I am 25 years old. In a month, I'll be 26. Well, that must, has never happened to me. You must be very safe getting out of a chair. You must be aware of your. I guess you're just very aware of your. Proximity. I'm alert and I take actions. You're alert and you take you. You're aware, man. You're aware. You're aware of your surroundings. I'm aware. I'm running on all twenty watts up here, guys. <laughs> I know what's going on. I can't see through my skull, but I haven't been hit in my skull. Ridiculousness, dude. That is weird. What do you think? What do you think happened there? Uh, well, I, like how does how does someone bump their head against someone else's? Well, head? I don't know. I guess you know. I guess maybe you've been sitting in a conference room for a long time watching a boring meter or something. And you know, you just get up in a hurry and you're just, oh! No, dude. What I just saw you do, because Brad, like, physically tried to show me, he threw his head. He was, he was aiming for someone's head. Maybe they were tired. Maybe they're half asleep. Maybe they were reaching for the briefcase that was beside their chair dangerously. I don't know what happened, but two people hit their heads, which I guess can happen. I don't know if it requires a visit to a nurse. I don't know if it requires ice. And I don't think it requires an email to everyone in the fucking company. All right. So my idea is either all of these things happen in the same meeting and that they just kind of <laughs> like just say face. Over, they slowly is, let them out during the right. course of the day because like the person was like, alert, I got to fix that. They went over and then someone's getting up and they bumped heads after, or there were two briefcases they both bumped heads because they were on the same side after that i think people got frustrated and started sending in fake ones because then we get some we get some weird stuff we get one noted that maps of building layout emergency exit etc are not available on website please note they are located throughout the building but in the event of an emergency it would be easier to have handouts versus searching for maps on the wall well, that's a suggestion that's maps not an include office numbers this will help just moving around exit routes staging locations etc Please call me if you wish to discuss. Thanks. Just safety suggestion. Everyone should, everyone should have maps on the website so that we can. So if there's an emergency, we can log on to the internet and look up at a map as opposed to looking at the ones on the wall on the way out. That's. I think that may be a joke. That's got to be a joke. I hope that's if that's a, a serious concept, then someone needs to get fired. Because then I get this other one, which I, I, it must be a joke, but it's it's so weird that I'm I'm like wondering what the hell. Um, incident. Father started chainsaw without proper hearing protection. You're you're kidding me. Action stopped him from proceeding and obtained proper earplugs and headband earmuffs for both of us. Who is this that started the chainsaw? Father. My father started a <laughs> chainsaw without proper ear protection. So either this is a joke or this one douchebag that's been categorizing all these briefcase incidents is so head up on chronicling safety that now he's doing it in his home life. He can't even separate work from home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how much he's in the safety. Is he like a twelve year old? My dad started up the chainsaw. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh, he's a what is going on? I, I have another concept for the headbutt thing. Okay. What if it's a cover up? Mm -hmm. 
okay, look, two people just stood up really quick. It happens all the time, and they bump their heads. You know, we got ice on the cheek. That's how we was, that's the action taken. Right. What if there was like an all-out brawl in the conference meeting, <laughs> and then like, they're they, yeah, they're cloaking it because, dude, no one bumps their head against someone else's head. That is, <laughs> I would say that that's almost impossible. I mean, with all the parallel universes out there and the multiverse, maybe it happens somewhere else all the time. Oh, of course. Maybe. But not here. Not here. Guys, it's the year 2009. If any of you have bumped heads with another person while getting out of a chair, please let us know. Write us a letter. I I need to know. If you're you're still capable of writing letters um, from the terrible incident you've suffered – Please think about that. Or send us, you know, send a voice. Whatever you need to do, let us know if you've bumped heads with someone while getting out of a chair. If you've had trouble, if you've had an accident getting out of a chair, or or if you've had an accident with a briefcase, let us know because we want to share your stories. Send in reports. Send send in. Tell us what the situation, and then tell us the action taken. And and remember to go onto our website. We were having some issues in the past, but everything's cleared up now. Go in there. Yeah, I I apologize for that, guys. Stuff happens. It's all cool. Um, you can get to the safety scorecard now. You can get it, you can print it, and you can use those things to help make your life a little bit more safe. Yes. That's all about. We are asking a lot from our listeners this week, Brad. We are. But we've we've gotten some we've gotten some back. We got some we got some photo we got some uh, drawings. We got some oh we draw- have gotten some drawings. We got some drawings of some fears. We got some drawings of, of some of some loves. <laughs> we got some beautiful images that we'll be we'll be putting up on the internet somehow, yeah. some way. Look for those. Keep keep them coming. Keep them coming, guys. Do you want to go to situation room now? Do it. One in three teen girls say they have been concerned about being physically hurt by their partner. No means no. It means no, guys. Unless you said no. Well, I don't know. Or what if it just means girls are just really frightened? Girls are timid. <laughs> what if they're just when they travel in groups? What if they're just very, very frightened? They, I mean, they're dating completely fine, fine, upstanding gentlemen, but they're just worried. They're just worried about shit. They're paranoid. There's a lot of paranoia in our t- girls today. We need to get those girls medicated. <laughs> What? You don't, want some, you don't want some fucking Prozac or something. Why are they so paranoid? Why do they think everyone's trying to beat them up? It's weird. I'll be fine. I had an uncle that thought people were trying to kill him. He was crazy. <laughs> That's why he buried all his money in mason jars in the yard. His brother's the one that had land on the Indian burial grounds. <laughs> there you go. Girls need to get drugged up. Chester County. They're haunting themselves and others. Why don't you kick that scooter up to 30 miles an hour? We're heading to the situation room. Fucking scooter bitches. A situation. Okay. Alex, you did something terrible. No. And not now, me. You did something terrible, and now you're going to pay the price. What's going on? Redasaurus X. A what? Yep. It's the long lost, thought to be dead brother of Rex and Rita, Redasaurus. <laughs> Everyone thought he was extinct. He wasn't. And he's found out what you did. He found out that you separated his brother and sister. Send them to foster care. I did not separate them. The you, state separated them. I just uh, had to be the agent to tell them this. Your 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 signatures on the paperwork. You were the one that told them. He's been. There's watching. other signatures on the paperwork. Yours was the last and the biggest. You write big letters. I did sign it pretty big. Yeah, and it was yours was the easiest to read. You have very clear penmanship. Damn it. So uh, he's upset. Why? And he because you destroyed his family. What was left of it? But he was dead. <sighs> he, was, he was trying to protect his family. Can you imagine what scientists would do if they found out resources were still alive? <laughs> they would separate them. Exactly. Oh, now, no. Now I played every, into their hands. You've played right into their hands, and he's upset. So what are you going to do to stop this mad resource who's, who's coming for vengeance? 
What do you mean? What am I going to do? You got to do something. Coming for vengeance, dog. So he's a Redosaurus. He's a Redosaurus. He's very well read. So that's what they do, right? That's their whole thing is they're, they're yeah. well read. Yeah. Well, he's read as long art, as they can read. He's read all kinds of, uh, of uh, Art of War, uh, Ways to Kill a Man, um, so all sort of CIA handbooks. And, and getting prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. All kinds for of, some reason, yeah. he's channeling all his aggressions towards me, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, it's not healthy, but, you know, it's, it's how he quotes. It's, how it's he copes. not healthy, but it's how he copes. It's how he copes, dog. So no one said Redosaurus was rational. But what's he coming in? Because he can't walk. Well, Redosaurus is, well, they don't retarded. have the lower body strength to walk. He's, he's not retarded like Rex and Rita. <laughs> So what does that mean? I'm assuming he's, I thought he's that was fully just, functional legs. No, and he rides a motorcycle. No, okay, so he's riding a motorcycle. Yeah, okay, so he can walk upright, oh, yeah. all fours, upright. Okay, he's got like you know he's got like dinosaur arms. Oh, I mean he does have that, but okay, so he's really fast. Yeah, very fast. His dinosaurs are pretty freaking fast. They're pretty designed fast. to move fast. Yeah. He's riding a motorcycle, which riding is interesting. A motorcycle. He's conserving his energy. Wears, wears all black leather clothing. But he does and a have, mask to, to conceal his face. But he has dinosaur arms. Yes. So he's got those piddly little, like almost T-Rex. Like, yeah, he's got T-Rex arms. Um, but, he, but he's got a jaw that could rip your leg off. He's got a, well, probably bite me in half. Yeah. I can get to Rex and Rita. I can hold them as hostages, and if he comes close, I'll kill one of them. <laughs> 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 That's cool, right? That's we can roll with that, right? Your situation. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming that even though I, he's a Redosaurus, I've, I've I've tricked these, I can trick him. Okay, and he's got little arms. So what I'm thinking is, what did you do to my brother and sister? <laughs> is he talking just like this? <laughs> and this is going to be easy. This is cake. <laughs> it's like taking candy from a baby, or you know, a sibling from a baby, and they were dinosaurs. That's okay. So that's it. I, I'm going to go to the abandoned warehouse district of, uh, you know, the greater Cincinnati area right. with Rex and Rita. They're blindfolded. They can hear each other. And I'm going to tell them some story like, yeah, um, your brother and sister, they're back. Because I gave them, remember, right. I gave them those toys, gave them toys and told right. them that this is your brother and sister. And if you don't teach kids how to read, <laughs> they're going to be lost or stuck in there forever. So I'm going to tell them about their brother. Right. Have they met their brother? Yeah. 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 They just thought he died. They know what kind of a horrible person he is. About those people he killed? They, they can't understand that. Well, I'm going to try to make them understand. I'm going to start telling them about, I'm going to tell them the real story He's about their older though. brother. No. He loves us. No, he doesn't. He brought us why toys. Did, why did he leave you? Because he died. He lied. He's not dead. Yay! No, no, he lied. He's bring to us toys you. again. No, fuck. We don't go for ice cream. All right, we're, we're separating Rex and Rita. They're toys again. Ah. <laughs> Put them in different rooms. We're gonna do. We're gonna do the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing um, the Dark Knight. I'm gonna have one resource in one place <laughs> and one resource in the other. Okay. And Rex, Rex is gonna have to choose. Mm-hmm. He either kills me and kills both of his brothers and sister, like right. both of them, or he can go save one. Okay. Now I'm gonna have like <laughs> now, now. What happens after he saves I one? I don't know if you know this, but dinosaurs have like poor death reception, <laughs> right? Um, so I'm actually behind like a solid glass wall, but he oh, can't okay. see that. So he's just like so. Even if he decides, this is crazy. I mean, I can run fast enough and save them both, which he can't. He doesn't know that. Right. He's gonna charge and just hit that glass wall and like bounce off, and then I hit the button and they're both dead. And by well, they're all dead. Um, isn't Rex still gonna come after you? No, because well, at this point. 
wait a minute, okay, let me maybe maybe this is different. Maybe this is different. Maybe I just I get stuffed puppets that look like Rex and Rita. He's, okay. he's not gonna be able to tell the difference. He's got poor depth perception. Okay. Um I put them in two places like, look, I don't know, but the state did this and it's crazy. I know. If you want to save Rex and Rita, you're gonna have to go out there and teach kids how to read. And you'll eventually find it. I'm going to do the same thing I did to Rex and Rita. No bloodshed, peaceful resolution. Well, same bullshit. What if it, but what if then he's like, I'm coming for blood. I'm like, why, dude? Because you destroyed my family. No, dude, you can get him back. You can get him back. Look, see these? This is yeah. what the state... Oh, no. The state turned your brother and sister into these dinosaur toys. You know what? The only way to solve this is to teach kids how to read. Do you think I'm retarded? <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, I didn't come with an answer right away. He may be. Okay, I, this is, we got this in the bag. We got this in the bag. We got this in the bag. It's going to work. It's going to work. I just imagine, imagine pulling a shotgun on you. He can't pull a shot. And while he fiddles around trying to pull the shotgun out of that leather jacket, I'll either escape or, you know, capture him and put him in a zoo. <laughs> nice. Here you go. You're going to put him in a zoo. Take away his books. <laughs> Take away his books. What make him who he is and put him in a zoo. Dude, he's coming after, he's coming after me for no reason. What have I ever done? I'm not You evil. destroyed his family. What have I ever done that was evil? Well, uh, name one thing that I've done that is just like wrong or in any of the situations. You took his mentally challenged brother and sister, uh-huh. separated them, and told them that their sibling had been turned into a plastic <laughs> toy. And if, and, and, and if they teach kids to read, the, which that they would never be able to do because system. they are mentally challenged. So you set up them an impossible task um, and therefore creating uh, guilt and making them feel horrible that they couldn't save their own brother or sister. But they're not aware of that. That way, that's negated because they don't understand the situation. Right? Oh, no, dude, that's awful. Have I done something wrong? It's like the it? worst thing ever done. <laughs> that's like. But to solve it, it's okay if I like enslave their brother into a zoo and take away his books and, you know. Have kids that's, laugh at him. That's even worse. How is that worse? That's you, you, the family you've already screwed over. The last remaining non-screwed over member of the family, you just destroyed his life. What was left of it? Well, he was going to kill me. It's kill or be killed, right? I try to do a peaceful resolution. I try to say, look, dude, you can either save your one sister or brother. <laughs> or the other one's going to get killed. And then I tried to save him. I, then I said, look, your brother and sisters are toys. It's either you can save them by teaching how to read. That's that's your solution. You know what my solution would be. Um, was to give custody of Rex and Rita to their to their older, obviously capable brother. <laughs> no, that's but, uh, no, no, no. You can't do that. The state won't allow it. Why wouldn't they allow it? Why wouldn't they allow them to stay together? Because they're two retarded children. They can't fend for themselves because they can't use their arms or legs. If they have a fully capable older brother, they can take care of them. You mean dinosaur children? Dinosaur children, right? But I, I still think uh, an you know an older. Um, Dinosaur that's not retarded could take care of them, but especially not, a family member. But that's not fun. There's no. There's I no. Just, I, I just there's think, no life lesson to be learned there. I just. I just think. I think. I just think you. I just think you're. You're a bad person. Mm. What I think. I just think you're a really bad. That's per- erroneous. I just think deep inside your core is dark. No. It's like. It's like. You know, sometimes sometimes you you buy a piece of fruit, you buy like an apple, and you think this is going to be tasty and delicious, but inside it's black and horrible. And that's, look. that's okay. like you. Okay. That's like your heart. I didn't realize the state could do that. So if 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 I had to do it all again, I would grant the older brother custody, but, but, but only after wants, but- <laughs> only after he did a charity event for kids reading program by trying to jump his motorcycle over twenty four buses. 
<laughs> nice. Rex and Rita are dangling from a rope on the opposite end, just in midair. Nice. Well, I think that's that's probably reasonable. Yeah, that's a great solution. There you go. And creates entertainment. That way, entertainment. No one gets brings money to the state. Yeah. That's great. It's great. It's great. I'm a puppet for the state, dude. I. You. It's sad that it's come to this. You are the man. Keeping dinos down. That's what they want. It's what's All best right. for them. All right. That's just what I'm told. All right. Brad, I've got a situation for you. Bring it. All right. Uh, try to put yourself in these shoes. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Got some issues, man. Oh. You just got out of a rough relationship. You have a history of drug use. You're starting to take drugs again. Wow. Yeah. Anything to cancel out the pain. Wow. All right. You hanging with me so far? Okay. All right. You're taking innocent, like you're taking pills, basically Valium. Okay. Kinda. But like copious amounts of it. All you right. just broke up. You're listening to your iPod. A lot of like sad music. Basically, you sleep through most of the day. Okay. That's okay. All right. I'm mopey. So you're mopey. <laughs> <laughs> Should I mention you're in high school? Did I mention you're a kid? Oh, well, okay. Great. So you're, you're angst-ridden as well. Angst-ridden teen. Ugh, I hate my parents. Oh, they don't understand me. Oh, I need my drugs. My sweet, sweet release. Because, <laughs> again, you just broke up with someone. It's a hard relationship. It's so hard. It's so you're, like buying, you're, dry, you're, dr- you're buying drugs <sighs> from the one drug dealer. Crazy-haired guy. Um... He's he's different. He's he's not normal like everyone else. Um, I mean, he looks normal and fine, but you can tell there's a darkness to him. Okay. Um, but you buy drugs from him. He's the only one that has drugs, okay? So All you're right. buying these drugs from this guy. Yeah, that's what I do. I got to do it. And he hooks you up. You need my fix. I mean, it's fine. Give you my high. And, and, if, and if you run out of money and you have to take money from the, uh, the card that you were going to give to your friend for like a day at the spa, you're going to use that money to get drugs. Wait, wait, what? Right? What? Yeah. Yeah, Wait. you're going to get the drugs any way you can. And if you had to steal money from your friend's birthday card or your mother's uh Well, you know, it was my money to begin with, right? Well, no, it was a collection of money you pulled with your friends. Dude, that's oh, not important. Okay, that's okay. Not, this is not all even right, a situation right, okay. yet. I'm setting this up all for right, you. All right, all right. All right so you're buying drugs from this guy. And you know that he's selling drugs. He's, all right, he's selling drugs, yeah. Okay, but he's doing it on the DL. Right. And you're the only person that he basically sells drugs to that you're aware of. Okay. Um, And Exclusive. no one else really knows what's going on. Okay, as they shouldn't. It's my business. Okay, basically stuff happens and you feel kind of guilty because you've been neglecting your friends and your schoolwork from taking drugs. Okay. So you stop taking drugs. I, I, well, I think uh, probably the, the drug taking would be much more of a red flag than the... Uh, all right. No, no, no. The red flag's your social life. Okay. okay that's, so that's in ruins. You're like, fuck this. No. All right. Okay. So now you're drug free. I am drug free now. Um, well, but since you had a history of drug problems, you got really bad with the school. If they knew you were taking drugs again, it's over. Oh. You're going to, you're going to be incarcerated, probably. Oh, oh fuck. The school. all your rights. The school is going to incarcerate me. Yeah. Fuck. Let me tell you, you don't want to mess with the state, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they will put y'all on you like that. God, I hate the state. The state sucks, dude. But you got to do it. Um, okay, so whatever. Okay, now this is, this, okay, that's all the backstory. This is what's really happening, all right? Okay, this okay, is your situation. Dude. Oh, fuck. So it's the night of the big gala, right? Oh, the Everyone's big gala. Everyone's dressed up. You to the this. nines. Been, You've been looking forward to it. I, um, I picked my outfit out so far in advance. Months. Months. Even before you had the drug problem again. Before. Before. Because I just I've been, this has been the one shining moment on my calendar that I've been waiting for. I know. It's the big event. It's the it, big was circle, it was circled on the calendar. Yeah. Big event. Big event. So 
You go to this gala. Go to it. Everything's going nuts. People are trying to hook up because it's a gala hookup. You got to hook up at the gala. Gots to. Um, hook up event of the year. You're trying to hook up too, but then you realize, wait a minute. Huh? One of your friends well, comes with the drug dealer. What? What are you, what are you doing with that? What, what are you two? <laughs> what are you two? Are you, are you and you? What? Are, what's happening? She's in denial. Everyone's been telling her this guy's bad news. And whatever oh. you tell her, it's not going to work, dude. Oh, did I not know that they were together? Is this new? What's happening? You'd never seen them together until this point. How long have they been together? For a while. They oh my it, god, my social dude, life this wasn't guy, that dark. This guy, you've been... Eggs dude, on my face. Dude, you gotta get out of that drug haze. Oh. Um, so yeah, and you're like, oh man, this is up. nuts. Because he's a serious drug dealer. He is a serious this, drug dealer. This which kid is, doesn't I, know what's going on. I immediately judge him and think I'm awful. Yeah, I mean, I he mean, sold drugs to you. Ooh. Well, I'm clean now. Everything's. I'm perfect. <laughs> Nothing wrong with me. He's the problem. Alright, your old flame... Oh, my old The flame. reason you were taking drugs again. Oh, damn, my old comes flame. Comes to you. You guys are in civil terms, I guess. God, I hate that old flame. And and they're like, look, we got to help this chick. Oh, but I'm filled. There's so much emotional our baggage. Our is dating a drug dealer. How can I communicate with you? You're my old flame. Look, look at How me. can we come together on this? I'm so filled with angst. You look at his arm, though. He's been pushed down the stairs. Apparently, this drug dealer pushed him down the stairs because this guy was getting on to him. He realized. Oh. He was like, wait a minute. I'm not a rapper. He might be selling drugs. Well, push him down the stairs. I can tell all that by looking at his arm? Yeah. Fuck, I'm good. You are good. Dude, I am like the I am like Columbo. <laughs> I'm like motherfucking Columbo over here. All this is hinging on you. Yeah. All right. So, okay, here's the thing, though. This chick is not. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. This, right. this chick, your friend, you're right. going to have an intervention, basically. You're yeah. going to get her away from the drug guy. Got to get her away. Get her together. And you got to convince her that this right. guy's selling drugs. Right. The only way to do that is for you to take a stand. Okay, come take a stand. Here's the thing, dude. Mm-hmm. All all your other friends are there. This is a big group. You're right. together. Right. The only way this will work is if you go to the administration mm-hmm. and tell them I've been buying drugs and taking drugs again from this guy. Clearly, that's not the only way. That's the only way. That's not the only way. So what would happen is this chick would realize he sells drugs. Bad news. I'm gonna dump them right. because I was only be with them for like a month anyway. Because I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm in high school. Right. Relationships mean nothing to me. Um, um, but I'm gonna start getting back out there with some other guy, right? Um, who isn't a drug dealer. So you can buy this girl like two months of insanity. All you have to do is give up your freedom, because once you go to those officials, they're gonna be like, "Thanks for the hot tip," but you're you're going away. They're gonna call me in, and then I gotta. <laughs> God, I, I do. I do not want to play games. I do not want to play mind games with you because that's what the state makes me do, dude. Is dude. the state making me a supervillain? I don't know what's going on, dude. I, so what would you do? Would you do that? What's your solution for here's, this? Here's here's what I'm going to do, Tog. Fuck that. First of all, <laughs> how not, would you fix this? I am not throwing myself under the bus. I've cleaned up. I've gotten past this old flame of mine who's like obviously knows into everybody's business, getting himself knocked downstairs just just, be, just because he's nosy. And he's kind business. of using you. Wouldn't he be like kind of like a red flag? Like, wait a minute. Like, why hey, is he telling me to do this? Hey, old flame. Why don't you flame off? All right? Why don't you flame off, fucker? <laughs> it's over. I don't need you in my life. You know what you did to me? You fucking almost ruined my life. I'm not going to tell you how. That's more ammunition for you. <laughs> don't need to know it. None of your business. Why don't you go get knocked down some stairs? Flame. So, so, so fuck, he out, fuck out, fuck them, whoever out. they are, just deal with it, old flame. I'm not gonna take your shit. <laughs> exactly. So, well, my friend, I gotta help my friend because it's my friend. First of all, I'm gonna be like, hey, friend, you know, I realize we're not as close as we once were <laughs> because I don't know, I don't know who, who you have been dating, friend. 
Like you <laughs> apparently have been dating this person. I had no idea. And where were about? you when I was taking drugs, old friend? Where were you, old friend? <laughs> hey, old friend. In my lowest of lows. Where the fuck were you? You are not so much a friend. You are you are a strong acquaintance. You are an old friend. I'm looking for new friends. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm willing to make amends and let you out of this. Um here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Right, take charge. Alright. This dude you are dating is a drug dealer. No. You don't have to no. accept it or not, but let me tell you the truth, all right? And not only that, what he has done is he has taken your long-in-law's brother, brother or sister and turned them into a plastic dinosaur. And the only way to get them back is to stay away from him. I learned from the state. The state's not going to take me in. I'm going to use what I learned from the state and... Because you spend time with the state. You know how it works. Right. I know. I know. There's a whole period when you thought that your brothers and sisters right. were turned into and if I can't, convince, <laughs> And if I can't convince her, I'm going to go to the drug dealer and try to convince them. Hey, drug dealer. Hey, guess what? Your your brother slash sister got turned into a plastic dinosaur. What? Only way only way is if you if you leave this town and never come back. That's the only way we're going to change them back. It's the only way. Who's we? Who built the technology to turn people into plastic dinosaurs? The state. The state did it. We did it. We're the state. <laughs> we was, did it. Are under, you working with the state? Too? This was an undercover job. I'm an undercover man. Wow, it's that easy, isn't it? See, see, see. Your back's against the wall. You got to make tough decisions. Your freedom or their freedom, and you got to do what the state exactly. tells you to. You got to tell them the people have been doing exactly. the dinosaurs. All, yeah, <laughs> that's how you do it. I learned from the state. Brad, you should write for 90210 because I, I just gave you a situation straight from 90210. Now, I put you like, in the shoes of uh, one of the characters. What is her freaking name? Jessica? I don't know. I don't know their names. Um, I, go ahead. I felt it. I, I, I felt it. I, I, felt, I felt a kinship with her. And you rose up to the occasion. I and rose you, up. I rose you had a little better than she did. She was going to go to the state and be like, yeah, um, I take drugs again. This guy's stupid. a drug dealer. She stupid. was stupid. Now, it worked out for her Do in the end because the, the guy that she was dating originally mm-hmm. was like, you know what? You don't have to do that. It's, it's, it's okay that you just told us out loud. That was enough. Yeah, right. Bullshit. Listen, guy. I got your parents. They're dinosaurs. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to turn them back. That's how you get revenge on what's him. Her, what's her name again? I don't know what her name on the show is. Her, na- her real name is Jessica something. Uh, She's pretty hot, dude. I'm going to say that. Why does Jessica always turn people's family into dinosaurs? She works it for sucks. the state. She works for the state. I hate the way Jessica and the state always turns people's family into dinosaurs. God, it really, really locks you down on what you can do in life. Oh, like, I didn't, uh, you know, I wanted to go off and be a lawyer, but, but now I have to spend my life working in this bookstore because if I don't, she's going to turn my family into dinosaurs. <laughs> it sucks. I really wanted that job, but. Her brother got it instead. <laughs> I had to drop out. Didn't want my fam turned into dinos. That could solve all problems, man. You just got to threaten people to turn their families into things. Dude, I think I may run for president based on this. Yeah. Hey, what? You're going to run against me? Hey, I'm going to turn your family into a dinosaur. What? This is your wife. This is your wife, Congressman. Oh, Excuse no. Excuse me? No, please, please give her back. <laughs> All right, but you're gonna have to drop out of the race first. Well, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. This is- press conference. I officially drop out of the race. I do this. Spend more time with my family. <gasps> He's in. cradling then a then plastic dinosaur. Then I'm in. Then I'm in. Right to the top. Then I'm president. Then I get problems. I'm like, what? What's going on? What's going on over there? What? Get North Korea on the phone. Hey, hey, Kim Jong Il. What? Look, dog. You either cut this shit out, 
or I'm turning you into a dinosaur. <laughs> I will fucking turn everyone in your country into a plastic dinosaur. Who's that chick he's obsessed with? Um, I think it's, uh, it's Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. I thought it was that, but I thought surely it's not Elizabeth Taylor. His reported Taylor. favorites are Friday the 13th, Rambo, James Bond, and the Godzilla series. You know, me and Kim Jong-il have a similar taste in films. That's weird. You, you, you should be the president. Me and Kim Jong-il should hang. We have good times. You can turn people into dinosaurs together. So yeah, um, yeah. I'd say, hey, Kim Jong Il, I'm gonna turn Elizabeth Taylor into a dinosaur. He's like, no, I'm gonna turn her into a dinosaur. No, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get Elizabeth Taylor. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go take her body and turn it into a dinosaur. Unless you fucking bend to my will, and he will. I'll turn you, him into a dinosaur. <laughs> is it the machine that they had on the Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a de-evolution machine. But it de-evolves you all the way back to dinosaurs. Yeah, because that's how it works. That's how it works. No, that's how science works. It just used like the twenty watt quantum <laughs> it, physics. What well, use it? Multiverse. It, it converts model. the twenty one watts into dinosaur watts, which turns you into a dinosaur. What? <laughs> Magic's crazy, dog. It turns it, change, it changes your brain fountain into a dinosaur brain fountain. <laughs> it transplants your which, brain fountain into a plastic thing. Well, it, it turns your brain fountain into a plastic dinosaur fountain, and then all of your all of your stem cells become dinosaur stem cells, and you become a plastic dinosaur. Science! You dropped a lot of buzzwords. I, I have to believe it. Quantum true. physics nano. <laughs> no, just, quantum physics nano. I use it's all kinds of nanotubes, dog. Oh, with reverse polarity. Reverse polarity of the nanotubes. <laughs> I'm just throwing out random words in this. <laughs> I mean, come on. Duh. Don't wow. you know anything about science world? I've so, realized there's a lot I need to still learn about science. I, I realize that I'm gonna be in charge of the world in no time. I've also learned that there's nothing you can't do by tricking people into thinking. You're going to turn them into plastic dinosaurs. Yeah, there's a fear. Like, hey. I wonder if that's how the old world worked. Joe Lieberman. Back when dinosaurs, like, let's be honest, like, when witch doctors really did rule the planet, Mm -hmm. and they're like, all right, I got an albino. If you don't do what I'm going to do, I'm going to turn you into a dinosaur. Exactly. That's how the world used to work. Yeah. And now it's different. Now we have something called freedom, ladies and gentlemen. That changed the game. And I'm going to change it back. <laughs> We're going to change it back. Be like, ah. It's gotten out of control. Hey, Joe Lieberman. Hey, Joe Lieberman. I'm going to turn you into a fucking dinosaur unless you get out of politics and stop fucking everything up in this country. What? What are, what are you talking about? Dinosaur. <laughs> please don't. And then please. he's just like, <laughs> please. Yeah, turn please, him into a Rhinosaurus. Please, please don't. Please don't do that. I, I, I really prefer you don't do that. Ah. Get out of office. Now. Fucker. All right. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm gone. And he's gone. He's gone. Like that. Like 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 this fast. How I do it? Should we even broadcast this? Do we need to let people know what's going to happen? Ah, oh, because when they listen to this, they'll be like, "Wait a minute." Listen. It's just because we've thought of it first. Look, Ramjack Freedom Militia is on our side. That's why they're listening. They're going to be behind us. They're part. They're they're with us. We're not going to hurt them. They're in it to win it. The Ramjack Freedom Militia has taken over. True. We're gonna we're gonna go help furries. We're gonna we're gonna help people. We're gonna help the Native Americans. We're gonna set that all right. We're gonna help the homosexuals. We're gonna save the. We're gonna save everybody. Basically, this is gonna be great. But we're gonna so you guys to, need to be on the table. There's gonna have to be some casualties guys, in the process. You guys, you need to cloak it. All right, act like you don't know about how we do the dinosaur thing. When some, don't tell anybody about the reverse polarity. When some naive, <laughs> in, just. When some naive kid and an old crazy man pretending to be a scientist tells tries to tell the world that that how we're turning people into dinosaurs, you may have to shoot them for us. We're gonna turn everyone into dinosaurs if you don't know what we say, basically. I mean, we're just leveling with you. We're, we're just leveling. We're gonna let you know. But you know, you say on our side, you're good with us. 
Everybody's good. Everybody's good. We're going to keep civilization where it's at. All you have to do is do whatever we want. Guys, if you'd like to mail us a, a list of people we should turn into dinosaurs first, um, we gave you the address. Just pop that in, the mail to us, and we'll write you back. Yeah. With our thoughts on your list. <laughs> wow. It's a new world. It's a new world. Changing, it. Changing the world, dog. One dinosaur at a time. There's, there's, there's before 9-11. There's after 9-11. There's before we get into power with dinosaur-changing technology and after. New world. That's the situation room. Thank you for listening to Ramjack episode 23. It's been fun times, right, Brad? It's been great. It's been great. It's been great communicating with you people in the future. Uh, we'd like to uh, also give a shout out to our sponsor, Poppery 2. Poppery 2, guys. West Bend makes a popcorn maker that you absolutely have to own. Brad, any thoughts? Well, I was out at Target the other day. You were at Target. Um, and I, I saw... Uh, this West, is the most wonderful time of the year. Most wonderful time of the year. And I was on my way. And West Bend's got a new popcorn maker out. No. And it was on sale. No. So, guys, it's no Poppery 2. But if you can't get a Poppery 2, uh, apparently, you know, there's a new popcorn maker out there. I think it's called the Pop Frenzy. So, uh, if you got to make do... If what anyone a lame a, name for a popcorn yeah, maker. Yeah, it's... It doesn't use techno- tornado technology, either. and it's the first iteration of it. So be careful on that front. Right, I would wait right. till the next one comes out. Well, I just I, if anyone gets one, all the if anyone gets gets one, let us know. Let, let us know how that works. It's no tornado technology. It's not a poppery tube, but it's out there and it's on sale. Get one, I think twenty nine ninety nine. We'll we'll get you one. So you oh, know that's guys. out there. I think you should hit up eBay because I think after the, like the the tech bubble, like like pop. In the mid '90s, they lost the technology for tornado vortexes with heat oh, to true. actually pop popcorn correctly. That's true. So maybe they're trying to get it back. I we can't vouch Who for knows? the West Bend, but we can vouch for the brand. It's a pretty good popcorn. Yeah, maker. West Bend. They're good. They're good folks. They're doing their best. You know, but I think right now maybe they're trying to reinvent the wheel, and uh, you can't do it. You just end up making the wheel again. Exactly. So yeah, thank you, West Bend. Thanks. Making our life bright, our holiday season shimmer. Make, guys, make make some uh, make some popcorn. Uh, make some. Uh, Popcorn balls? Make some popcorn balls. Also, uh, get a needle and thread. Make some strings of, of popcorn. Hang around your house. Use them as a tree decoration. Nice. It's all natural. It's organic. If you want to, you can also um, put them in sugar. Uh-huh. Um, let them sit for a minute. Turn the stove 350 degrees. <laughs> put, put, them in for, bag. put them in a plastic bag. Shake it up. Put it in there for five minutes. Take it out, and you can have candied popcorn. Yeah, garland. because that's how I like candy things. That's, that's how the world... Well, candy things. All right. There's going to be much less candy in the world when Ramjack <laughs> takes over. I, I Maybe I have to look it up. That's just how I've I, always you thought candying should work ever since I read that Martha Stewart's Dove chocolate thing. That's, and then used my like just vague experience with cooking uh, turkey in a bag. Right. That's how I think everything right. should work. Yeah. If anyone would like to explain would, how cooking I'm, actually wrong, works to Alex, uh, please feel free to, to drop a message. Send him a cookbook. Please send me a cookbook. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> the candy, the candy fruit pills didn't work, and I don't know what to do. So I put the temperature up higher, and then fire just ignites in there, and I put more sugar in there, but it just melts. It's weird. So sad. It's so I don't sad. know what to do. It's so sad. So sad. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, guys. We're gonna have holiday infused episodes coming up. Absolutely. The next two after this, it's gonna be just fun holiday holidays. Hey guys, if you can get your if you can get your hands. On a copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. If it's even possible. If it's possible. Uh, apparently, apparently it doesn't have a legal release. But apparently there's still ways of acquiring it. So, uh, you know, do what you gotta do. Somebody, surely you get a friend of a friend. We cannot confirm or deny, but 
on the next Ramjack, what we might be watching. We will be, we will be watching a video that will somehow appear. It's going to be somehow we're going to turn on our television and watch a film and it's going to happen to be the Star Wars holiday special. You're welcome to watch it with us. Well, not with us, but you know, with us in spirit. <laughs> tune in your, tw- your 20 watts. Turn on, yeah. Tune, to- tune, tune your brain fountain in with ours and learn about the Star Wars holiday special. You're in for a treat, guys. Look it up. It's one of the most bizarre things ever created. <laughs> Very much so. So, uh, so we're, look forward to that. It's going to be good times. Yeah. Brad, yeah. can they get in contact with us anyways? They wanna- of, course they, of course they can. So many ways. And we're begging, we're begging you. Send us pictures. Send us letters. Send us five-star reviews on iTunes because we need those to, to survive. It's like sustenance for us. You can email us at ramjackpodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our website curiosityabounds.com forward slash ramjack hit us up on twitter ramjack podcast for for new for breaking news check us out at well you already know where to check us out you can call us at the voicemail number which is 206-339-5894 there's a facebook fan page facebook fan page facebook fan page just look that up it's on there on the internets and uh as I mentioned earlier reviews. you mentioned that already we'll give the address one more time once i pull that up um, also, a quick shout out to Makira Chrome, who supplies the music for this podcast. Um, their single "Out of Town" is what you hear, beginning and ending of this wonderful show. And you can find their CD at cdbaby.com forward slash Makira Chrome. And of course, uh, please, please uh, send, send the send Amish people or anyone send those letters in PO Box seven two one. Support your postal service. Support that postal service seven two one eight four one Newport, Kentucky four one zero seven two one eight four one. So yeah, Brad, thank you for uh, joining me. This was great. Good times. As always. All right. And from Ramjack. Simple request. Simple. No more cannibals. Ah, yes. Larry King here. I was just alerted by my uh, staff of stalwart interns as to the existence of a certain, shall we say, box-like radio program crested above the waves as if to say, I'm here and you're not going to get rid of me. You know, I was walking my dog the other day and he shit on my foot and I thought to myself, why is it that you can't get a good suit anymore. And that's when I realized that people like you, people who misrepresentate the proletariat, sicken me in a way that I, Larry King, have never quite transubstantiated before in my 30 plus five years of stalwart crest journalism. Crest toothpaste is a mediocre taste at best. I prefer the rubber cement. In any case, if you're looking to find the sun, then I would look behind the clouds. But if you can't sit there, then I would... I would check the laundry. Because Lord knows, I've lost so much. My wife, my children... uh, 
I just want to thank you because you're doing you're doing a great job, and I'll leave you with the final word because, frankly, I uh, I'm a little I'm a little woozy from the quaaludes, and I'm about to dig a hole into the center of the Earth sphere. Good night. Uh, good good pop.